What you been doing since you've been home? Uh, what? Touching myself. Yeah. Touching my wife. Nice. As you as you do. You know the usual thing. <laughs> Outside of that, I don't actually remember. Excellent. <clears throat> well, welcome everybody to beer, bourbon, and balderdash. Balderdash. Yeah. See what I did there? I see what you did yeah, there. I always do that to you. I'm really glad we got the sex talk out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, uh, tonight's episode is all about sex, so it's we got sex. more. Yeah, we're going to talk about how babies are made. And our special guest <clears throat> is Dr. Ruth. Dr. Ruth. Hello, hello. <laughs> I don't know how to do Dr. Ruth anymore. Sometimes anal's not so bad. <laughs> Just put your thumb in there. Anyways, uh... How's it going? John, you're here live in the flesh. It's in, been a long time. In the flesh. In the flesh. See what I did? Yep. Again. Nice. This is Nailed good stuff. It. Uh, it's been a while. Yeah, Usually we're just uh, Zoom in doing this podcast, but I like that we're face to face now. Mm. Yeah. You have a nice face. You do too. Plus nice. I get to scoop your boobs and that's that's fun. I guess it's fun for somebody. <laughs> No one ever scoops me. I'm always the scoopy, never the scooper. I'm always the scooper, never the scoopy. There we go. That joke would have been better if I said that right the first time. Yeah. I think we could probably move on from that. <laughs> <laughs> I like my boobs touched. Uh, yes. Back, yeah. back on the left coast. Yeah. And you're here for a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. So we yeah. can do a couple of these podcasts uh-huh. before uh-huh. you go back home. We can play some footsie. Or go back to not home. I can't say it's home. Well, I go call back it, to Rhode Island. I call it home. Earth like, 2. It's my second home. We'll call it Earth 2. Earth 2. It's actually starting to feel like a home because we have some furniture. Nice. In a in a robot vacuum. Yes. Yeah. We talked about that last time. I know. I love it. Yeah. I get I get notifications <laughs> on my phone when things go wrong. It's like, Joy Valentino's battery's dead. I would hate that. I would hate to get <laughs> a notification it. from my vacuum. It cracks me up every time. That would be the worst. Sometimes I'm lonely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, not Joey Valentino. Joey Valentino needs a helping hand. Yeah. It's okay. All right. Oh, you got money for me? Like, no. Oh. I'm just, I'm, I, uh, uh-huh. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> can't get the words out. Your stripper money. No, it's for I was, later. I was told uh, <clears throat> we're going to go over to some friend's house on Christmas Eve and they want to play a game involving dollar bills. Yeah. I like to be prepared, but it makes me nervous. Yep. Dollar bill games. Yep. And it, You're going to a key party. I feel like if they had Good said- for you. If it was like poker, they would have said for poker. Yeah. But they did not. No. So- It's stripping. It is questionable. It's stripping. Do they have upside down pineapples in front of their house? You know, they do have a bit of a swinger vibe. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, Joe is very intense. Yeah. If they make you- uh, Have you ever seen the key thing? Yeah, they the, make you put a key, key in a fishbowl, and then put you put your car keys in the yeah, in put the your bowl. car keys, and then other people pick it out, and then uh-huh. yeah, and then you bone them. Yep, you can go to bone town. <laughs> go to bone town. On that note, uh, what's the beer we More have sex tonight? <laughs> oh my gosh, what happened? Uh, we, we promised there's going to be more. <laughs> uh, all right, this beer I actually found it on Untapped because you sent me that thing. Yeah. Um. So you is sent, this one of them? <clears throat> No, this oh. is not. Um, so that'll that's a whole another conversation. But one of the, the um, one of the uh, lists that you sent, top ten lists, mm-hmm. comes from Untapped, and yeah. it's the top ten beer styles. Oh, okay. Um, there's many. Top there's tens, lots of them. Yeah, it's like yeah. top ten breweries, and this this app definitely has a a East Coast lean. Yeah, I know. Seems like it's too. heavily used over yeah. there. Because um, they want everybody to know about what they're doing. Yeah, but what's awesome is that you 
live there part time, so you can mm-hmm. get some of those things. Yeah, on the brewery list, the best brewery of the year on there is Treehouse Brewing, and I've never been there, but it looks very cool, and I have friends that talk very highly of it. But that's so, where? Isn't that that's, Massachusetts? It's in Massachusetts. Massive two Massive two shits. Okay, so this beer mm-hmm. is called John Hands. John Hands. John Hands. I wonder a, why he got this. I know that's exactly why. He's got like jazz hands <laughs> yeah, and a he beard. <laughs> I mean, it's almost a character of me when I have my reading glasses. Yeah, on. almost. Like with the afro and everything. Uh, this uh, this is a Jersey beer. Let's see. See, I don't actually. Uh, it's a Destination Unknown Beer Company. Oh. Destination Unknown. Have you ever had anything from them before? For, no, I never had. This so, is fun. So this is, I've, yeah. So we were in the beer store. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been saving this for the right time. Okay. Oh, so I bring up that top 10 list because yeah. in the top 10 list of favorite beers of the year, apparently this is a common theme. A lot of them were stouts, like variations of stouts. Yeah. I think yeah. three or four of them were stouts. And so this is a variation of a stout. Nice. It's like a like a desserty stout. Yay. Uh, oh, I love desserty stouts. So Destination Unknown Beer company you might not ever go to because it is in new jersey okay <laughs> who wants to go to new jersey do we have a le- do we have any listens in jersey uh no mm, well maybe we'll get one maybe i'll put it out there uh let's see destin oh i'm on the wrong thing i'll put the vibe out uh what, what is going on technology i have fat thumbs did you know that i did this is great podcast Thing. Don't ask me how I know that. Because uh, I was checking your poop. <laughs> That's what Dr. Ruth said to do. And more sex talk. Okay, well, let's just get this popped open while yeah. the internets go. Okay. What so, does it say? John see. Hands. This is a rainbow cookie imperial stout. Oh, my God. This is a meek 11%. It gets five, five out of five on untapped. So Sounds everyone good. who drinks it loves it. Sounds amazing. I think it's been drank once. Let's go. Uh, 11%, 16-ounce can, beautiful can. It's very retro. Oh, it's got a nice compass on the side. Yeah, because destination unknown. Brewed with chocolate, raspberry, and almonds. Oh, my God. You got a nut allergy? No. You like them in your mouth? (laughs) These nuts. Here we go. That was excessive, too. Nailed it. (laughs) Here we go. It's not as thick as I would have thought. It and it's not as dark as a lot of stouts are. Yeah, it's nice though. It's, well, actually, no, it's pretty dark. It is, but like as you pour it, you can see through it pretty clearly. It's got a nice dark chocolatey colored head on it. Oh my god! Uh, Already the raspberry and the almonds. As soon as you smell it, yeah, and my mouth instantly just watered. Mm-hmm. Well, cheers. Ooh, cheers! Oh, I'm so excited. That is tasty. Wow. That is really interesting. The the Holy raspberries, crap. like you get a ton of aroma on the on uh from the raspberries, and the yeah. flavor is not there up front, but it, it lingers. It's it there in the back. back. Yeah. So if you like chocolate raspberries, who yeah, this is like like eating a, a raspberry yes, flavored it chocolate. Is. These are this is fantastic. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't get the almonds in it so much. Like, if they didn't say they were in it, I might not notice. But they probably put almonds in it to give a bit of a vanilla flavor. Yeah. Which is common in stuff. Sweeter or whatever. Um, well, like, our palates or our brains recognize vanilla a lot of times as a sweet flavor, yeah. even though it's not sweet at all. Uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if they added that in there to make it so it wasn't heavy. Okay. But had 
sort of that sweet flavor. Yeah. That balances the bitterness of some of the hops and some of the other flavors. And it's really good. Good Lord, man. Oh, it's yummy. This thing's dangerous. How many did you bring back? Just one. Oh, that's probably the best. Buy, don't buy more than one if, if I don't know yeah, that's true. <laughs> if it's going to be any good. Because oh, I've had some so stingers. Good, though. This is good. Uh, ooh, excuse oh, that's me. good. Good one. Mm-hmm. But there's more. Yeah, in, in chocolate, raspberry. Yeah, it's just like eating a, a dessert, drinking a dessert. You can join their dub club. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know what that means. I just <clears> want to <throat> go to their regular website, though. Exit. Dubco. Oh, that's fun. Their, their like main picture looks like a postcard for yeah. like, you know, like the classy ones you buy at the the fishing tackle shop. Yeah. Uh, let's see. A passionate home. Oh, this is a home brewer started this nice. company as passionate home brewers. We opened a small one barrel brewery and tasting room. And so, when you, for those who don't know, when then you hear brewers talk about barrels, that's two full size cakes. Okay. Um. Uh, they opened the small brewery and tasting room in 2015, uh, and after a while with massive support, they expanded to a 7,000 square foot production facility, producing more than 20 times their initial capacity on wow. two different brew systems. Cool. <clears throat> Humble beginnings, blah, blah, blah. Seasonality is one of their focuses. So they do a lot of seasonal beers. Oh, I want to go here now. <laughs> People always ask where the name came from, and no, it's not the Rancid song. <laughs> Comes from a never-ending sense of exploration and experimentation, world travel, and experiencing new cultures has been a passion of ours for many years. The diversity of our world and cultures lend inspiration to our craft every day. Nice. Cool. That is cool. Do we allow dogs? Yes. <laughs> Do we allow kids? No. Yeah. Aww. Dubco is family-friendly. That's good. I like that. They do an annual pig roast. Pina colada <clears throat> pig roast. I love it. Let's go. Outside food? Yep. Oh, they got lots of their Q and A is great. Two Bar did a big pig roast a couple weekends ago. Oh yeah, yeah, because they had their uh, got their Two Bar spirit. I got a bottle of it up there. Their distillers like special blend or whatever. They were releasing that, and they had a big pig roast. It was fun. That is fun. What do we? uh, What's the other brown we're drinking tonight? All right, so um, I went to Whiskey Advocate, and I already had this bottle here at home. This is the uh, number one. Uh, whiskey of 2022, according to Whiskey Advocate, and that is the Jack Daniels Bonded. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Nice job, uh, Jack Daniels. Yeah. Yeah, they killed it. So uh, this is uh, – so the way that Whiskey Advocate uh, does their judging uh, is that it has to have a wide availability, price has to be good, and quality has to be fantastic. And Why this, does it have to be wide availability for it to be the best? Just so that's just a metric to make it's sure. It's a metric, that yeah, that people can actually, it. yeah, it's accessible. Yeah, accessible. Now, I was able to find one. It does put out a lot of really quality, um, like eliminates a lot of really quality bourbons and whiskeys from the competition, though, which is kind of sad. But we might not ever taste those anyway. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm not going to go drop $2,000 on a bottle of. You know the best ever whiskey, but this is just yeah. of 2022. I get, I get what they're going for and, and the purpose behind it, and and it makes sense. And the prices varied. I mean, they were all. So I was able to acquire five of the top 20. Uh, we're gonna do three tonight. Woohoo! Um, so the first course is the Jack Daniels Bonded. This is their first permanent uh, whiskey in 25 years. Uh, it's going to be a whole line of Bonded. 
Um, it's uh, <clears throat> it's a hundred proof, uh, aged in select barrels for added depth and character. Uh, came from one distillery, um, one barrel, and it's uh, mature for four years. Do you happen to know why we might have already talked about this and I just didn't, wasn't paying attention? But why they use proof instead of percentage? Oh, I don't know. Hmm. I never got asked that question. It's a good question. We'll look. We'll we'll talk about that some other time. But yep. So yeah. So this oh, is we their could do a whole episode on alcohol nomenclature. Oh, that'd be a good one actually. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of that. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah. So aged for minimum four years, bottled to fifty percent. Uh, their tasters found, I'm not going to say what they found as far as the taste, um, but they said it has a lot of character. It's been available in global travel retail for the past several years, but this is uh, permanent now. And it's a whole series of bonded um, Jack Daniels. So, nice. Um, obviously, I've. I've where'd, you, where'd you find it? Uh, Total Wine and More for. Uh, actually, no, I got this at Fred Meyer, believe it or not, for $23. Wow. I know. It was on sale. $23. That's Is that before or after tax? That's before tax. Mm. Um, it usually retails for thirty bucks. Wild Turkey One Hundred and One was at TJ's Trader Joe's today for twenty one dollars. Yeah, such a good. That's a good buy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, all right. It's got that Jack Daniels smell to it. Sort of woody, sweet. Mm-hmm. The sweet is a characteristic of it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Cheers! Cheers! Oh, I miss that sound. It's got a bite. Yep. Right up front. Yeah, it's got all the peanuts. Mm-hmm. Every Jack Daniels has that peanutty flavor. Yeah. More savory than sweet, which is interesting given the <clears> nose. <throat> yeah. Um, it tastes like Jack, but it doesn't taste like Jack. Yeah. Like you can, the old number seven's in there, but um, the higher proof kind of disguises some things. Yeah. This is interesting, this too. Is if, you, if you do those side by side, I bet a lot of people wouldn't like this that drink a lot of Jack Daniels. Maybe not. Because it's got a little more bite than the regular Jack Daniels. That like Old number seven is just so smooth and mm-hmm. easy to drink. This has a little bit more of mm. of a burn, a lingering burn. So, not, not bad, not overpowering, but old number seven is just so... <clears throat> I mean, it's so easy to I drink, know. and it doesn't burn at all. No. Well, the higher proof definitely hits you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do taste like the dark chocolate, some cherries. It's good. Mm-hmm. Caramel. I mean, it's all in there. Yeah. yeah, we'll have to we'll have to try it side by side. For twenty one bucks. I know. Can't go wrong. I know. And actually, I was kind of surprised <clears throat> that Whiskey Advocate would have it as their number one. Um, but uh, we'll find out why. We'll try. Uh, we're gonna try the. Uh, tonight we're gonna also try the number four. Was it was the uh and the number nine. Was the tasting sponsored by Jack Daniels? No, no. Because I don't know if you noticed this that on untapped, uh some of the articles were sponsored by breweries like oh. Oscar Blues. And then Oscar Blues is on there. Of course. But I don't that kind of sucks. I do so at least with at least with those, they're crowdsourced opinions. So it's not like they're not set up by the person that's writing the article. Mm-hmm. They're just like, what? Are, what's the data say? This is what, yeah. what they say is the top ten. These are ones that got the most. These are the most visits. Like that's empirical data, yeah, not personal opinion. That I, happens to be slanted. Yeah, I think this will not be my favorite of the night. Okay, and I haven't tried the other two ever in my life. Oh, sweet! That'll be three things we haven't tried. 
What's going to be the fourth? <laughs> Naughty. You're, Sinner. You like that? Yeah. It might, might involve a thumb. <laughs> <laughs> no, your thumb's too big. <laughs> I well, I didn't clip my nail, so that oh, 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 <laughs> might, might get a little scratchy. <laughs> All right, coming in number four on Whiskey Advocate's top 20 whiskeys of the year. Uh, this is a blended scotch. Uh it's a 40% or 80 proof. Uh, they scored a 94. This is Dewar's Blended Scotch Whiskey. Interesting. Dewar's. I know. Um, $30 a bottle. So also. I've had Dewar's before, but I don't think it's this one. So apparently there's a new. Um, oh, my God. Sorry. Just give it a twist. Touch it. No, there's a little foil tab. Mm-hmm. So I can go over the foil oh, There it is. Uh, there's a new um, uh, blender, master blender, uh, by the name of Stephanie McAloy. And uh, so this is kind of a reinvention of the Doers 12, which is why it's featured here. Oh, I love it. Oh, yeah. I know. All right. So, again, this is a blended scotch whiskey. Pour it in there. Oh. Double up. Uh, uh. You really were aggressive with that cork put. Yeah, I know. It's good. All right. Uh, so this is the Dewar's Blended Scotch Whiskey aged 12 years and doubled aged for extra smoothness. Um, their uh, 12-year-old is uh, very easy and accessible. It's um, easy to get. Uh, at $30. Uh, this was also at uh, Total Wine & More we're, uh, here in uh, Washington. Um, yeah, it's won all kinds of awards, four stars, 94 points, all the great <clears throat> stuff. So, Is this new to them, or is this just on the list is great? Oh, it smells so good. Um, it's uh, the new master um, blender that they have. Oh, interesting. So it is... Kind of new, I guess you could say. It's a re, they call it a reinvention, a reimagination. So, got great, oh, on the nose, sweet, vanilla, caramel. Oh, smells so mm. good, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. Mm. Honey. Yeah, honey. Yeah. I bet you if we had some honey here, we'd, oh. All right, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, don't that you was dare. So close. Woo! Over or under? Under. Always. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like water. It's definitely so silky. Yeah, for a, for a scotch that's not imposing. You do, you definitely have all the scotch flavors there. Wow. But not, uh, not overly uh, peaty. You don't get yeah. that, like harsh or barley, too much barley. Mm-hmm. I, Pretty good. I would say actually, if if you know a person that isn't into really whiskeys or anything like that, this would be a great approachable. Oh, Helen would scotch. Hate this. Scotch, yes. I would say if people are not into <clears throat> scotches generally, because they probably had Lagavulin or yes. McAllen, yeah, yeah, and they're yeah. like, oh, too much. This would be a good one to try. Oh, this is so good. But I I think people. I, depending on 
personal preference, people would like mm. the Jack more than they would like this one. I don't know, dude. I drink a lot of whiskey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I like this. It It's definitely smoother. Uh, it doesn't have the bite that the Jack has. Uh, what's the proof on this, did you say? 80. 80? Oh, yeah. Well, that makes a lot of sense then. So it's less alcohol, a little bit of less burn. Oh, but the taste, though, is just... It's got like a... It's soft. Like a... Like a sort of corky straw flavor mm. that just lingers. I get so stone like fruits, almost, peaches. Are we just making shit up now? Apricot. No, it's all it's Water, all watermelon. Water. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's good. <laughs> good job. Stone fruit. Stone fruit. I don't even know what stone fruit tastes Apricots, like. Apricots, peaches. I know, those are stone fruits. I know. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Because they have the stone in the middle. Stupid. God, fuck. <laughs> I miss you so much. <laughs> you have no idea. I believe it's apricots, too. Oh, apricots. And pecans. Fuck you. Pecans, pecans. <laughs> what is it? What do you say? I say pecan. Pecans. Pecans. I say pecans, too. So German neighbor Mac calls it pickin'. Pickens. <laughs> like some of those pickens. Well, we went over there after Thanksgiving, and he's like, do you want pickin' pie? And I went... <laughs> And then we all laugh. It's delightful. It's delightful. <laughs> Picking pie. Picking pie. Anna says, so there's a there's a, a square mm-hmm. near Anna and Paul's house. Mm-hmm. The Utica Square. Mm-hmm. Anna says Utica. <laughs> and uh, she's really great friends with somebody who lives just down the block and yeah. is from Tulsa. Mm-hmm. And so we asked Anna, it's like, is it Utica Square? And she's like, no, it's Utica. I just never felt Utica. Like, like nobody ever bothers to correct her. They're like, well, it's not even worth it. Yeah. Like it's fine. But I do. I was thinking about it the other day. And you ever have you ever had that happen to you where like nobody corrected you and you've been doing something wrong mm-hmm. a long time and mm-hmm. you're like, why didn't you fucking say something? Mm-hmm. <laughs> just tell me. Yes, I'm, I'm a big boy. Yeah, I'd rather get it right. Ooh. I agree with you. Later on, there's a lot more vanilla. Mm-hmm. This says that. Uh, this says that there is uh, notes of peach, apple, and lemon zest on the mm-hmm. nose. This also has a lot nicer. Uh, I get feel. maybe lemon, but I don't get. I don't get uh, apple. Do you get apple? I get like a sour apple. Oh, okay. Not not like a red delicious or cosmic or anything like that, but like a like a Granny Smith or like a really green apple. It's kind of tart. What about on the taste? Do you get uh, white pepper or clove? Um. A little bit of clove. I don't know about white pepper. It's been a long time since I had white pepper, and the last time Helen and I were like, ooh, this is not very good. Yeah. I think we used it wrong. You don't like racist pepper. I get it. Black for me. Black for me. Not racist. I use black pepper. (laughs) That's a terrible thing. (laughs) Wow. That's uh, that John guy at hotmail.com. You know what's funny about that, though? Call him a racist. You certainly could see some... (laughs) Some super racist dickhead using that as an argument. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Because there are morons out there. And there are people that would agree. Oh, yeah. Morons. Morons. Moronic. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's move on to number three. And then we'll talk about some other nonsense tonight. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. I miss you so much. You got to let it go, buddy. No, I just miss you. I'm sorry. <laughs> you don't have to apologize. I miss my, you, too. You're my friend. I love you. Yeah, but you got a German buddy now. <laughs> I got, I want all the buddies. Don't be jealous. Do you, do you uh, don't be jealous? Do you not get to scoop him because he's in better shape than me? <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't to get to scoop. scoop him because we don't have the same relationship, John. Oh, 
John, we're him and I are friends, and uh, I think he's awesome. But and you and, you I, and are I are brothers. brothers yes, we are. We're brothers. We are. We're we're family. Mm-hmm. That's why we can fight and still be friends. Yeah, <laughs> we don't fight. No, we don't. <laughs> I love our arguments because they're too. funny. <laughs> so stupid. They get to a point where you're like, "This is dumb." <laughs> like, why am I even doing this? Because it's fun. I'll use my uh, my coke thumb. Yeah, use your coke thumb. I don't have oh, nails. You ruined it. I didn't ruin it. You I did. Push it in. Yeah, a little too hard. <laughs> here, All right, so that. this is the. There. I'm gonna mess up the name here. The Bruch Bruchalotic. I think that's it. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, eight year old Islay Barley 2013. Could not find this at Total Wine and More. Had to go to Costco. Believe it or not, Costco, Costco. had this. Yeah. Of all places, because they had the Islay Barley, but they didn't have the 2013. They had the 2018, and the 2013 is the actual specific year that they they won. Yeah. So with this list, this is just what's available in the U.S., and it was all types of whiskeys. Yes. Bourbon, scotch. Yeah, Irish, Irish. single malts. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So this is an unpeated one. This is mostly a, a barley one. I have not tried this one. It's uh, pretty. It's like, it's almost orange. Yeah. It is. The color is almost orange. Oh, oh, oh. Ooh. oh man, this is going to be so good. Touch my mouth. So already the doers is fantastic. It, it, it's like, um, it's really brilliant, like a sort of a slightly darker white wine. Yeah. Like it's, oh, it's yeah. really, really clear and it's got kind of a, almost a sparkly yeah. tint to it. It's really pretty. But it's a lot lighter colored than a lot of the other ones. We'll see. So this is its eighth edition of this expression. Do you think they used lighter charred barrels? Um, well, we'll find out. It's an eight-year-old in a world of double-digit aged stated scotches, but you'll never accuse this delightful whiskey of being too young. Uh, I won't say what it smells like or tastes like, uh, or the finish. So that gave me that gave it all the way. Uh, but uh, what's cool about the website for this distillery in particular? They have a whole like tasting notes oh, yeah, map they, thing, they do like the tasting wheel. Yeah, t- but it's like, like if you're playing a video game and you're like, it's all the stats for your character mm-hmm. on a wheel and what's what comes out most. It is interesting. Yeah, I think that's kind of cool. <clears throat> so, uh, anyways, it's uh, the essential raw ingredient in the single malt scotch is the barley. We have stepped outside of our conventional whiskey systems to trace flavor from farm to glass. Locally grown Islay Barley additions. Each bottle is a liquid embodiment of the commitment both our distillers and our local farming partners make to province. So this is it. Mm. This is the one. Oh, it's got a light, light smell to it. Like kind of sweet and not not super sweet, like floral. Yeah. Um, Oh, so good. All right, man. Down the hatch. It almost smells like candy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Oh. That is good. Oh, that is yummy. It oh. does not taste like it smells, though. Oh, that is so good. Oh, it's fruity. Pretty floral, too. Mm-hmm. Oh. It tastes like new oak. Like the like the head like uh-huh. it was not just on the charred barrel like it was that's why I think 
I mean, it goes hand in hand with the color. I think it, yeah. they probably used a very light charred barrel, so you get a lot of that that uh, <clears throat> new oak flavor and not just the the charcoal. Well, a lot of these guys will get a um, <clears throat> barrels from distilleries here in the mm-hmm. states and then reuse those. Oh, yeah. So this says it's got a sweet biscuity aroma with ripe peach and pear. Uh, it, the palate leads to a creamy. Lemon cake, candied orange, nougat, and vanilla. And it has a wood influence and hints of salinity. Water brings out sweet nectar and honey. Mm. And the finish is graceful, long, lively, making it a truly memorable dram. Mm. Actually, this is really nice. It's pretty tasty. It doesn't... It's it, more complex than the doers, of yeah, course. It has a... Um, it has the alcohol burn, but like it dissipates almost immediately. Like yeah. it's still kind of hanging out there, like hot sauce does. Yeah, but not to the point where it's uncomfortable or bad. But it's warm. It's it's, it's warm. warming. Yeah, it's like it's uh, on a cold night like tonight. It's it's got a nice warming yeah. taste to it. I like it. I like it. Mm-hmm. Mm. That is very very good. Hmm. Yeah, so I actually really enjoyed this. Mm-hmm. This was nice. Me too. It's a nice spread. Yeah, it is a nice spread. Well, so we did uh, we did a, an actual like American whiskey, and then we did a blended scotch, and then we did a nice single malt scotch mm-hmm. whiskey. So we we kind of hit the the big threes there, other than Irish whiskeys, and um, yeah. So which one was your favorite then? Uh, you had to choose between the three. I would like them all at different times. Like if I just wanted something to sip and enjoy, uh, the Jack is the clear front runner on that one. Okay. Uh, the Doers would be one that I would want last. Okay. At night. Uh, I really like scotches, but I don't really like drinking anything after them. Oh, okay. Um, and then the blended scotch, that's one that if I if I wasn't sure what to get at a restaurant, yeah, that's one that I would order yeah. because it's – it's really good. It's nothing. I don't know that it's anything to write home about. Um, it's like some of the other ones that we've talked about that's like not scary. It's pretty safe. Yeah. Uh, I won't hate it. Approachable. I enjoy it. Approachable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's also one that if somebody else that I was with didn't like scotches, sure, they could try it. Yeah. And they probably would like it. Well, we do have a little water here. Do you want to try a little more Jack with some water and see if that tones it down a bit? Uh, cool sure. it off? Wait. Why would we do that with the Jack? I like the Jack. You liked it as a hundred proof? Yeah. Do you want more? Uh, well, I, I'm still, I'm trying, <laughs> I'm working through it. You lush. <laughs> Sorry. I think the, uh, I think the corn dog I had before I came over. Oh, it's finally, finally working on you, huh? Yeah. Okay. I have to poop. <laughs> poop. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll put a little water in my Jack Daniels. I would say uh, Jack Daniels is my least favorite. Um, but I don't like Jack Daniels old number seven on its own anyways. So at a higher proof, <laughs> doesn't <laughs> make much sense to me. Uh, when we we're in Tennessee, if I wanted to drink and then, you know, keep drinking it, Jack is cheap. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, whiskey in some places yeah. basically. Well, and that's why I think I would get a Jack if I was like, yeah. I don't know. I'll just get that. Yeah. Yeah. And now Jack and Cokes or whatever, I mean, are fantastic and they, give you energy uh so that's what i would but the, i think the brukalotich is probably my first doers would be my second jack Daniels would be my third i would say that 
The third one, the aroma of the third one is my favorite. Mm. And the flavor of the second one is my favorite. Yep. And this freaking beer is not a beer. Like, it tastes like it's candy. It is candy. Yeah. I think, okay, so (laughs) going back to the beer and the stout, and then, like, everybody loves their stouts. Um, Well, yeah, because they're usually big. A lot of times they're desserty. One of the things that I think people that don't understand how beer is made um, miss is that stouts are actually very easy to make Yeah, because they're big, they're inherently flavorful, and there's a lot of room for error. But if you make something like a Pilsner, there's no room for error. Any mistakes you make show up because there's nothing to cover it up, whereas with the stout, you just like more coffee flavor or chocolatey flavor or whatever, raspberries. Yeah. Yeah. And so the the subtle um, defects in the beer are completely lost with the stout, whereas with a Pilsner... There's nowhere to hide. Yeah. There's no extra taste. flavors. Yeah, the yeah. flavor is no, the flavor. I agree and with so you. So they're really easy to say, oh, I really like this because they just kind of hit all of the points. Yeah. Whereas a lot of the lighter beers are much more delicate <clears throat> and harder to nail down. So like I know people talk a lot of shit about the big three brewers, Coors Miller and Bud. But the reality is making that beer that consistent is very difficult. Sure. Uh, and they've they've nailed it. Now, yeah. whether or not you like it, that's a different conversation. But it's not inherently a shitty beer. It's actually a very well-made beer. Yep. You just might not like it. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I'm not a big lager fan. I actually even don't like Pilsners for the most part. I like really <laughs> well-made Pilsners, but not a lot of people make them. Actually, uh, Chuckanut Brewery up north, yeah. they make a really good Pilsner. It's okay. one of the ones that I really like. And then because of you, I started to enjoy West Coast IPAs, but I, I really like East Coast IPAs. Mm-hmm. And the Hazies. Yeah, I like those a lot. I like them better than the West Coast IPAs too. Yeah. Uh, so hey, since we're doing top tens here and we're talking about this, number one was Jack Daniels Bonded. If you're keeping score at home, number two is the Red Breast Kentucky Oak Edition. I have the 12 year upstairs, but I couldn't find this one at Total Wine and More, but it comes in as a score of 96. It's a uh, it's 100 proof and $95. The next one is Barrel Vantage. We haven't done a barrel one yet, by the way. And uh, this is uh, Indiana, Kentucky, and Tennessee. What's that mean, a barrel one? Uh, the, the brand is called Barrel. Oh, got and, it. And the Vantage is the 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 label on the whiskey, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dewar's 12-year-old, which is what we've had. Mm-hmm. Uh, Westward, which is an Oregon uh, whiskey company. Their cast strength. I've had their Pinot Noir, and that one is my favorite. It is a phenomenal mm-hmm. whiskey. Expensive, but phenomenal. That mm-hmm. one is a hundred dollars. Uh, Middleton, very rare, uh, and I, another Irish whiskey is uh, uh, two hundred dollars, and uh, the score is comes in at number six. Number seven is Blue Note Juke Joint, uncut, and that's forty five dollars from Kentucky. Number eight, Un- uncut, it, so they don't proof it. Yeah, so it's, it's at fifty eight point sixty five percent. Yeah, uh, the lim. Lima Vade, uh, forgive me if I said that wrong. This is an Ireland single malt uh, whiskey. It's a single barrel. Comes in at fifty dollars. Number nine is what we had tonight. Brukalotich, eight year old Islay barley, the twenty thirteen. That says uh, it's a hundred proof, <clears throat> seventy five dollars. I got it eighty dollars at Costco. I couldn't find it anywhere else, so it was selling at eighty dollars at Costco. Mm. Uh, Nelson Brothers Reserve. So this is the old Bell Mead. 
which they're now Nelson Brothers. I don't have their reserve. I have a couple bottles of Nelson Brothers down there when I was down in Tennessee, but you know, uh, their $60 bottle, that's at 53%. Uh, Sweeten's Cove, uh, Kennessee Toasted Sugar Maple Wood Finish. That's a mouthful. Mm-hmm. Uh, $60 is number 11. Um, we're going to stop there. They go all the way to 20, but those are those are the top 11 this year. So do you for this year, yeah. Do you happen to know um relative to last year if any of those are repeat offenders? I don't think they're repeat. I think they make them pretty fresh. As far as beers, according to uh Beer and Brewing, website Beer and Brewing, uh the top beers were uh an Eau de Gazelle VL from Belgium, hmm. uh Fanta Flora uh, from North Carolina, the uh, Otherlands Holodua Special from Bellingham. You ever heard of that company? No, that's a new one to me. We should look them up. Sometime. Bellingham, Washington. Yeah. Wow. Halfway Crook Sanguine in Atlanta. Uh, dark Lager called Phase Three Czech Style Dark Lager from Lake Zurich, Illinois. Highland Park Competition IPA from Los Angeles. Sapwood Cellars Neologism. From Columbia, Maryland, uh, Figaro Mountain Danish Red Lager from California, a uh, Wallen Popak, Wallen Popak, Wallen Popak from Holly. Uh, it's a Holly Hefeweizen in Holly, Pennsylvania, and a Cellar Maker Training Binds from San Francisco. Those can be found at beerandbrewing.com. You want to go through some other top tens of the year? Yeah. Okay. One's not alcohol related. Yes. Like top 10. Those were our top 10 alcohol related ones. Top 10 favorite numbers <laughs> no, yeah. of the year 2022. One. Toast. Four. Seven. Nine. Three. 10. What are you doing? <laughs> this is Those are our top name. 10 numbers of 2022. Uh, one, two. <laughs> uh, 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 okay, uh, so uh, uh, these are the top billboard. Uh, songs of 22 oh, by Pick by the Billboard stuff. You don't know any of these. Nope, none of them. Bad uh, Habit by Steve Lacey. Don't know who that is. Yeah. Uh, Break My Soul by Beyonce. I know who that is. Do you know the song? The Queen Bee. No, no idea. <laughs> As It Was by Harry Styles. No. You know, you know that song. Uh, how's it. it go? Sing it. Uh, I can't. I'm not good at singing songs. I know. That's what, that's what makes it wonderful. No, it doesn't make it wonderful. It makes it terrible. All right. Uh, let's see. No, I got it. Hold on. No, no, you are. No, you are. Uh, is there anything by Tom Penny on there? No, dude. What an old guy. I know. Maybe I've heard that song. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I can't play too much of it because I think then we get like copyrighted. I thought Harry Styles was a dong. Yeah, he is a donk. People uh, like Anti-Hero by Taylor Swift. Are, are, the, are the rest like six Taylor Swift songs? <laughs> I mean, they might be. <laughs> I'm an anti-hero. No, that's... Do you know that song? No, that was Kung Fu Fighting, but oh with different gosh. lyrics. <laughs> like everybody is a sexy baby and I'm a monster on the hill. It sounds just like... You ever heard other, of this song? No. Too big to hang out slowly. I feel like Taylor Swift songs are becoming very formulaic. I think so too. Mm. Oh yeah. 
nope. Okay. Uh, that was the chorus. So, <laughs> so far, we're three and a half for four. Uh, number four is Lizzo's About Damn Time. Oh, this is going to be naughty. <laughs> she likes to talk. Have you ever heard that? No. She likes to talk about booties, though. I actually have never. No, I have heard Lizzo songs. Anna made me listen once. I'm not. I, a, I, I'm not, not a fan. fan. <laughs> Did you say that too? Yep. Okay. Jinx. <laughs> Jinx. Doorknob. Is that bitch a clock? Yeah, it's thick thirty. Thick yeah, thirty. Thick thirty. Is everybody back up in the building? It's been a minute. Tell me how you I'll wait till they get to the chorus. I'm about to get into my feelings. How you feeling? How you feel right now? Oh yeah. I actually don't mind this song. It's got like a kind of a funk. Yeah, it's got a feel. Funk. It kind of makes you want to dirty move. funk. I like that. TT me thirty. TT me pregunto by Bad Bunny. Pregunto. You ever heard of Bad Bunny? Uh, yes. Okay, he's very very popular. That's apparently. Did you know that? I did not. We know. are old men. Well, I know. <laughs> okay, I want to make sure that everyone understands we uh, are old men. I've never. Oh, yeah. I think our audience knows. Isn't that crazy that Spanish music is so popular? No, I love Spanish music. Okay. It's fun to move to. And that, do you know what was the best part of that song? What's that? At some point he says selfie. Does he? Yeah. Did you not hear it? No. I don't know if that's what he actually said, but that's what it's, you know when you when you uh hear somebody speaking a foreign language and then they throw in an English word uh-huh. or like the name of something. It's like, Wendy's. Uh, what's the Amigos one? Dos Amigos? No. Migos? No. This is N95 by Kendrick Lamar. Oh. Coming in at uh, number seven. Number eight is Sayoko by Rosalia. I'm telling you, dude, we don't know anything about any. Yeah, we should anymore. probably just move this move this along. And no, talk this is good. There you go. We know. You'll like this. More Spanish music. I, like this. I do too, actually. Makes me want to dance. I know. I want some tequila. <laughs> I have some. Uh, Free Mind by Tens. Free your mind. Nope. A oh, different song. Good Lord, that is old. And the rest will follow. <laughs> This is by Thames. You ever heard of Thames? Nope. Me neither. Do you think Muse has gotten better or worse? Worse. Yeah, I do too. I think it's become so easy to make. Yeah. That the songs have become very formulaic. <laughs> like just the same song built on top. I know. This sounds like an old fuddy daddy. No, thing. this is old guy talk. <laughs> and I do think, but I do like it's so much easier. Like you can, anyone can make a song, and it's hard to make a really good song. Yeah. So I'll give you that, but like a lot of these songs aren't even really good, clever songs. They're just very derivative of, like Taylor Swift songs are just they 
they have almost the same formulaic. sound over, yeah and yeah. it's like i think it used to be a lot harder and you used to have a lot more talent yeah required to make a good yeah. song like when you actually had to play the instrument instead of pushing a button that sounded like the instrument yeah. and then there was software that made your shitty voice sound like a good voice i know like that's yeah. that's not talent I mean, there is some talent in using the software, and I talked to Tate about this. Like being able to make the song and create the song and do something truly original. There's a lot of talent in that, even if you do it using software. Yeah, but a lot of these are not that original. No, they sound like something you've heard before. Mm -hmm. So Nathan and I watched a YouTube video the other night. I I found it. It came up for some reason on my algorithm on YouTube, and it was about outsider music. And outsider music is. The most original – now, it's not good music necessarily. It's not the, – the the instruments probably aren't great. The lyrics are probably not phenomenal. But they're absolutely 100% original mm -hmm. music, and it's called outsider music. And it's influenced all kinds of other yeah. bands that are very popular. Like Kurt Cobain loved outsider mm -hmm. music, especially music by Dan Johnston, who is yeah. considered the godfather of outsider music. Uh, Tiny Tim – like mm. tip no it's like he's outsider music because mm -hmm. you've never heard anything yeah. like that before so as opposed to the songs where you're like this sounds like a cross between sure metallica yeah. and flogging molly and then yes and then we we uh we went on a whole nathan and i do this every now and then we'll watch youtube and then we'll go down this whole rabbit hole did you watch cowboy tears no, I know you like that. I love it. Oh I my, know. I love that. Song. It's a good it's a song. Great song. It is. Well, he's 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 phenomenal too. Mm -hmm. But uh, we talked. We went on a video about country music, and they talked about Toby Keith being actually very original country music because he doesn't give a shit. He doesn't follow anything. Mm -hmm. His lyrics are weird. You know, he he sings completely about a bar and all the different people in a bar. <laughs> you know, my favorite Toby Keith song is Red Solo Cup. I love that song. Red Solo Cup. Yep. I fill you up. Let's have a party. It's a great song. It's it's Toby <coughs> Keith. Is it Toby Keith that has a uh, that does the uh, finally found something I'm good at? I think so. no, 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 no. That's um, I for uh, Dominion, Old Dominion. Is that Old Dominion? Yeah, I love that. Song. I do too. And then finally, top ten on the Billboard from the staff picks is a song called "Boyfriend" by Dove Cameron. Lesbian song. It's a woman seducing yeah. another woman. She could be I a better do, boyfriend. I do kind of like the the bigness of that song. The like, wow. I do. I, I like those kind of. It reminds old. it reminds so me old. of um of like um superhero scenes. Oh yeah. You know where it's like big the epic over the scenes, top yeah. music. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, and I, I like that. I, I know I'm just kind of nerdy. And yes, no, it's good. I, I like old. it too. I know I'm old. Yeah, I don't have to keep pointing it out. Like, what's that song? Um, oh, I'll find it some other time. I don't want to talk about it right by now. the Jackson Five. Yep. Uh, the top global marching band <coughs> songs. Yeah, Spotify. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> top global Spotify podcasts. Guess what number one is. Beer, bourbon, and balderdash. I wish. I wish we were. I wish we were. We're not even a. We're not even a sparkle in the mom's eye of this pregnant thing called podcast. But <laughs> Joe uh, Rogan. Yep, J R E. The Joe Rogan Experience. Number two is Call Her Daddy. Hmm. I don't, never heard of that. Yep, one. Yep, of course you haven't. Number three, neither have I. Anything goes with Emma Chamberlain. Nope. Number four is Casso sixty three. 
And number five is Crime Junkie. Those are the top five global podcasts on Spotify. I've only heard of one of those, and I only, only <coughs> listen to none of them. Oh, no, you listen to the Elon one with me. Oh, well, yeah, with you, but I don't personally oh. listen to them. I listen to them all the time. Uh, top Apple podcasts, number one is Crime Junkie. Number two is New York Times The Daily. Oh, I like The Daily. Number three is Dateline NBC. Number four is Morbid. And number five is Smartless. Hmm. Interesting. Do you listen to The Daily? I don't. The uh, the guy that I does get all it, my news from No Agenda. No. <laughs> the Daily is actually pretty. I know it's There's New no York. Bias. I know it's the New York Times, but um, the it's guy so who funny does it actually the, the the fact that you have to actually like. No, no, no. Say, I know it's I'm the not, New York Times. I, I they lie. Uh, well, They're run by the FBI. Well, well, you have a bias towards them, but you should listen to it because <clears> it, it, the guy who does the interviews, he actually interviews really, really well. Yeah. Unlike a lot of journalists that don't ask any questions or actually challenging. He does a really good job of having these conversations. The weird part about the Daily is when he does the narration, like in between the, the, um, the interviews, it sounds like he's hushed. And in his closet, trying not to wake up his roommate when he's <laughs> record them. Because he does like this weird hushed voice. It's so strange and almost off-putting. But then when he's like having real conversations, like, I can't. I can't even, not, can. can't even, not even close. John. It's hard to explain, but when John, you hear tell, it, you'll know it. Tell me about what it's like to live in Rhode it's, Island. It sounds like he's acting in those scenes, and then he's like his normal person. And his normal mm. person is great. So it just it's it's kind of a funny contrast. If you listen to it, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. Uh, the top pod track new podcast. Why are you afraid to listen to something that has a different opinion than you? I'm not. I know you're not. I'm just kidding. Uh, the top pod track What's new it? podcast. So pod track tracks all the different mm, podcasts. So these it. are the best new podcasts. The top five: Trojan Horse Affair from the New York Times. Rachel Maddow presents by NBC News. Uh, Twin Flames from Wonder, Betrayal, an iHeart podcast, and Fed Up, also from Wonder. Wonder actually has some good podcasts. I've listened to some of their one-offs and stuff like that. Uh, top movies of 2022 by Variety Magazine. They had movies last year? Yeah. Do you know they still make movies? They do. I've They don't that. go straight to video Prime. They actually go to the theater. All based on Adam Sandler. Tell me if you've heard of any of these. Number one is Tar. Mm. Actually, I think that one is the uh, Kate Winslet. Not Kate Winslet. Is it Kate Winslet? Uh, no, Kate Blanchett. Mm. Yep. And she's a conductor. It's supposed to be very, very good. Oh, yeah. I know the one. Do you? Yeah, I haven't seen it. It's it's not Tar. The A has a, a accent over it. Like tear, tear. Yeah, I think so. Uh, number two, the Fablemans. <clears throat> that one. It's a Steven Spielberg. It's his autobiography, basically. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. About yeah. his childhood. Yeah. Uh, number three, the Batman, which I actually enjoyed. Did you ever watch the Batman with the uh, the new uh, what's I, his name? I did. I I was watching it on a plane and yeah. I, and I turned it off. Oh, you did. You didn't like it. I got bored. Oh, it like felt like it was dragging on forever. And I'm on an airplane. I have nowhere to go. <laughs> it is slower. It just was really slow. Yeah. But you know he plays a vampire in Twilight, and then he goes and plays Batman. So yeah. it's I don't know. Thing. I, I, I mean, I, I picked it up and watched it again on another <clears throat> Delta flight, and watched it at the end, and, and it was good. Yeah, uh, it was just different. I, I think part of it was, uh, 
not what I was expecting. And so just sitting on the plane after a few cocktails and it just was really slow. And it's like, I, I just want to be entertained. I want to laugh. Yeah. I want to like ignore. I want to. You needed a John Wick movie. Yeah. Or some kind of. Yeah. Like yeah, some Zach stupid Galifianakis Marvel movie. Or yeah. some comedy with yeah. Zach. Like, yeah. Uh, number four is Bros. That's the uh, the gay romance movie. That, that is funny that that's. That like got terrible, not terrible reviews, but like nobody went and saw it in the theaters. And then there's a whole lot of hubbub about why nobody <laughs> yeah, wanted to I see it. I know they it said it was all because of like people are all homophobic. Yeah, like, they oh, said everyone's just, homophobic. It's like, or they just don't the, go to the theaters. Yeah, I mean, did anyone yeah. else do well? No, oh, not really. <laughs> and it's like, if I'm going to spend so this, it, this is an interesting conversation about why people will go to the movies. And like that's a movie that I wouldn't go to the theaters and pay twenty dollars to go see in the movie. You're homophobic. Theaters. It's okay. I know because the gays, <laughs> the gays. But it's like <laughs> when I want to go to the theater, it's because I want the theater experience, and it makes a lot of sense when it's yeah. like an epic movie. This is not an epic movie. It's a story, which doesn't mean I won't like it. Yeah. But I want the like dark room, the over loud. Yeah. You know the the surround sound. Yeah. I want all of that. So like. When Wonder Woman came out, that was one I wanted to see in the theaters because it looked really great. And it was worth seeing in the theaters because it is an over-the-top epic. Sure. Or any Ava- Star Wars movie. Avatars or- that way, Star Wars that way. These, like, action, uh, full yeah. uh, When's the last time you went and saw a slow drama in the... I mean, it, this is a romantic comedy is what yeah. it is, but still. But it doesn't, like, I, I think the idea that people didn't see it in the theaters as an argument for why it's bad is not fair. Or... You know, why would I almost think why would heterosexual people who can't really identify with the homosexual experience go and watch a romantic comedy? Like they'd be less likely to. They would it doesn't be less mean likely that to. doesn't mean that they wouldn't. It just they'd be less likely to. Mm-hmm. So it's because they're not they're not homosexual. So mm-hmm. they're it's like, okay, well it almost it, it also doesn't mean doesn't relate that doesn't translate with them, maybe. Yeah, it also doesn't mean that they're not or that doesn't mean that they're homophobes no. just because that a story about a couple of bros falling in love is not something that they want to watch. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. And you, you actually really like, you think about terrible movies, like my best friend's wedding, like those are more relatable to a heterosexual person who's had a shitty time dating or yeah. like a ended up in the friend zone or whatever it happened to be. Yeah. Like that's a relatable situation. So yep. I also don't think it was promoted very well. Like, all I remember, I heard about, I heard about it for the very first time when an article came up on my feed about how nobody went and saw it in the theaters. I heard about it when that, but it was related to uh, because Republicans are homophobic, therefore they won't. Yeah, they they push the propaganda, and I'm like, I didn't hear anything about this. I mean, I'm 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 not I'm apolitical, so I don't <laughs> I don't care. But they made it a whole political thing out of it. Mm-hmm. It's like. Maybe it's just not a movie anyone wants to see. Uh-huh. It, yeah. Like uh <laughs> it could be that also. Yeah, it could just be not a great movie or not a premise that people are interested in right yeah. now. Yeah. There's actually a lot of movies that I won't go and see because I'm just like, eh, it doesn't yeah, no. really, yeah. Uh the next number five is Navalani. Navalny. 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 And this is about the uh he's considered the Nelson Mandela of Russia. He's an opposition leader to Vladimir Putin, so that's pretty uh, number six is Holy Spider. Uh, this was made outside of Iran, but it's uh, Iran. 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 So far away. Iran. And Iran. <laughs> Couldn't get away. Number seven is actually a movie that Dana wants to see. 
uh, because she loves Whitney Houston. Did you want the bonded? Since that was your favorite, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna revisit them all. Okay, cool. Uh, so, I'll, I'll put them all here. I just I just want to. I love the way. Hey, go, buddy. That the Brutich Bruch Bruch Brutchladic I love the way it smells. Yeah, it's good. I like the way it tastes too. Uh, I want to dance with somebody, you which would. is the biography of Whitney Houston. I want to dance with somebody. Yep. Yeah. And does all of her highlights and somebody. probably her, some of her lowlights. Uh, number that's eight a, that's was. That's a great song, by the way. I know. Number eight was Vengeance. And this is the first film written and directed by BJ Novak. Mm, of uh, The Office. Of The Office, yeah. Uh, so it's a kind of an oddball, dark comedy. Number nine is Turn Every Page, The Adventures of Robert Caro and Robert Gottlieb. Um, I don't know much about this. Who are but, those? <clears throat> those people? Do you know who they are? I'll, re- I'll tell you. I'll, I'll read. Let me, let me read to you what it says here. At a time when physical media is disappearing or at least fading, there is now a potent and wistful yearning for the analog age. And there is no more quintessential an expression of that than the love of books. Yet... If Lizzie Gottlieb's documentary about Robert Caro, towering author of The Power Broker, and his still-to-be-completed multi-volume biography of Lyndon B. Johnson and Robert Gottlieb, the legendary editor who has shepherded all of Caro's books, were just a piece of good old days literary nostalgia, it wouldn't be the deep and rapturous movie it is. Turn Every Page captures how the writing of books like Caro's was, and still is, a religion. And that it's all about the place where a magically crafted sentence can capture the truth. The two Roberts emerge as intoxicating giants. Their this is egos. Terrible podcast. We should just move on. Number ten <laughs> is thirteen. The Lucas. musical. No. When I first caught it on Netflix, I thought it was a minor, irresistible bobble. But the more I saw it, the more I looked past the nerdish innocence of the plot. And it's basically about being 13, but it's a musical. All right. So there you go. Could be all right. There you go. I probably wouldn't watch. I'm, I'd probably watch Tear. Mm-hmm. I've always seen the Batman. Navalny, I'd probably see. Yeah. I wanted to ask somebody I'll probably see because of Dana. And that'd be it. Yeah. <clears throat> what do you think about that, man? Well, I don't know. It tracks. <laughs> it's about right. Uh, let's get into the top 22 Google trend searches. Oh, yeah. I like this. Okay, good. What creepy things do people want to know on the Google? Uh, the top searches in the year of search is, number one, Wordle. People search that? Yeah. Do you I ever guess. play that game? No. Because they're playing the game against other people, right? Yeah. So they'll type in Wordle, and they'll probably try to find the word or whatever that mm-hmm. they're trying That's to. That's the best word so yeah. I can beat people. Yeah. Fucking cheaters. Cheaters. Fucking cheaters. It's a game with no trophy. <clears throat> Number two was election results. Yeah, that tracks. Wordle. No, this is Word, our cultural. Word, Hold on. A stupid word game is more important than yes, election, election results, results in this country. Ugh. That's sad. It pains you. It does. It does. Like, why do people, I mean, yeah. I, at least it's in the top two. Yeah. Uh, but a but game. you would think. A game. A game. You would think in a in a year when 150 million people voted that they would care more yeah. about what where their vote went. Yeah, and it's probably only at at second because the same 10 percent of people searched it 
a hundred times, mm-hmm. like over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Like I know I searched it more than once, you know, like yeah. throughout the day as things were coming through, especially on the close election results, like yeah. the things that I want to, and I bet that includes all of the races. Like if you search a specific race, yeah, uh, that, you know, if, if you want to know if Bobart was still going to be around, yeah, then it probably falls into that category. Yeah. But so I'm going to read you the top 10 searches of 2022. All right, let's go. And I want you just to think about our culture and where we are. All right. So number two is election results. Number one is Wordle. Are you asking me to keep my mouth shut until you're done? Uh, All right, roll through them. Okay. Number three. I have opinions. Betty White. Number four, Queen Elizabeth. Number five, Bob Saget. Number six, Ukraine. Did Bob Saget die this year? Yeah, he did. Uh, oh, and yeah. it was that mysterious. Was that was this year. Like they never told us how he died. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Number seven, Mega Millions. Mm-hmm. Number eight, Powerball Numbers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number nine, Anne Hetch, Hetch, Hench. Hesh. Which was, have you ever seen that video? Which video? The video of her car crash. No. It's scary as hell. Because she crashes in the car and the ambulance comes. And they pull her out of the car and they put her in the um, the gurney mm-hmm. and she sits up in it. But they said they presumed her dead at the scene. Oh. But she sits up in it and she's flailing her arms and screaming as they put her in the ambulance. That is crazy. Yes. Uh, and number 10, Jeffrey Dahmer. Now think of American culture. <laughs> and now think of this top 10. Wordle. Yeah. Stupid game. Celebrities, mm-hmm. and then money. Well, like serial killer, like <laughs> six six out of the ten were like celebrity related, right? Yeah. yeah. And then you've got a, a dumbass game, yep. politics, and a serial killer. Yeah, but the only important one out of these, like maybe two, is probably Ukraine and election results. Yeah, election results is worthwhile. Yeah. I think people search Ukraine because they're like. That's a, I, so we live in a country of dodos and there are a lot of people that I don't think realize Ukraine was a country. Dodos. So I think a lot of these searches are like, which also says who a lot is. too, by the way. Like so much of this, like, I mean, even with somebody like Betty White, like yeah. everyone's talking about Betty White, who is Betty White. Yep. And like, do you, did you ever see any interviews with the queen when the queen died, when like Brits were like, uh, I never really cared about the queen. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I it's care about the queen. Thing. It's like, yeah. The monarch right. is, it's it's bygone. Mm-hmm. It's not a thing anymore. It's it's really um, you know. And the more you look into it, they're not fantastic people either. So, no. nope. Uh, let's see. The going on here on the news number one was election results, as in searches. Yep. Okay. News searches. Uh, Queen Elizabeth passing, Ukraine, Powerball numbers. Hurricane Ian, monkeypox, <laughs> Texas school shooting, Will Smith Oscars, Johnny Depp verdict, Roe versus Wade. I don't. I, the whole Johnny Depp thing is like, why are you wasting your time on this? That shit was funny. I know, but it was like, <laughs> like every time she I had pooped to, the bed, she literally I know, but shit like, the bed. Every time I had to hear something about it, I felt like I was dumber than I was the day oh, before. Yeah, like it's, it's just such a waste. I know. And okay, so Will Smith, I don't know, but that whole thing that was like weird too. Me, but that was all strange. But again, like over and over and over again, people are searching this shit. Yeah, 
Because they don't understand it. It's like something really unnatural happened. Mm -hmm. So they don't understand it. So they're searching. They're trying to see if someone has more information on this weird thing that I can't wrap my head around. I don't understand why that happened. Well, it happened. Yeah, but why? Because somebody insulted his wife and he smacked him. I know, but... The whole thing looks suspicious, but... Yeah, it looks staged. That's as far as I give a shit. Like, I don't care. The monkeypox one is weird because... That was all in the news for a week, it seemed like. And gay men were getting monkeypox all over their bodies. Yeah. Do you remember it was, that? It was in the news for a lot longer than a week. I know, but it it, it mostly pertained to gay men. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they didn't call it, them gay men. They called it men who have well, sex so, with men. So statistically, <clears throat> more gay men would get it. Yeah. That was the primary motive of... Uh, transmission, but that doesn't mean that it was exclusive to gay men. Yeah, they used to say the same thing about AIDS until they actually understood that that was. I understand. True. So, but if anyone remembers, and if you're listening to No Agenda, you remember there was an incident where a there was an accident on some highway. I can't remember. I think it might have been in Baltimore, and a woman got bit by a monkey, an escaped monkey that was going to a medical research place, and then shortly after, they started talking about monkeypox. That sounds made up. No, it was actually on the news thing. You can look it up. <laughs> I'll look it up. The top uh, 10 people that were searched. Top 10 things that are bullshit. Of Johnny Depp, <laughs> Will Smith, Amber Heard, Antonio Brown, Carrie Lake, Anna Sorkin, Chris Rock, Andrew Tate, Andrew Levine, or Adam Levine, and Serena Williams. The top 10 definitions that were uh, looked up. This is kind of interesting. A rupee. They're all Russian related. Oh, most of them. What's what's a rupee? What's a rupee? It's a Russian currency. I know what a rupee is. Uh, oligarch. It's also the same currency used in other countries. Yeah, uh, but not many, which is why Vlad is very pissed off. I thought Russians used rubles. No, I think India it's rupees. used rupees. Oh, you might be right about that. Actually, you might be right about that. You're actually right about that. Rupee is an Indian thing. Good job, man. Yeah, nailed it. Nailed it. My wife. Smarter than you look. What? Uh, cacao. <laughs> Homer. Recession. Homer? Homer. It doesn't say if it's Simpson or, or the Iliad uh, and the Odyssey. Yeah, or when you hit the ball out of the park. Uh, recession. Or you're like, my team's the best. I don't care if they're four and 17. Yeah. Uh, canny. Like uncanny? Canny? No, just canny. canny. A foray. I don't know. I don't know. Trove. Mm, like a treasure trove. S- yep. Saute. People were looking up what saute was. Yep. And tacket. So, okay. What's tacket? T-A-C-I-T. That's when you pin something to a board. You liar. <laughs> Not spoken or implied Tacit. or inferred. Tacit. 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 So the saute one... Actually, so I, I this is one of those cases where I think there's nuance. Like, I don't think people were searching because they didn't know what it was. I think people wanted to know how to do it. Yeah. Like, all this time at home has forced people to learn to do things It's at under home. definitions. So, I know. So that means it, they had to search what yeah, is like what, saute. Yeah, I guess so. But it's like, <laughs> if you just search saute and the first thing that comes up is yeah. the definition of saute, like, that's does true. that count in that, in that bucket? Maybe. Or do they have to click on the link that's like, define it? Well, here, um, how to help. No, I don't care about that one. Nope. Move on. Uh, 
the movies, top 10 movie we searches. Just, we had the, oh, searches. So, Encanto, Thor, Love and Thunder. Guess we're in it. Top Gun Maverick. We'll do the top five. The Batman. So far, I've seen everything, everywhere, all at once, which I actually want to see. I've seen, is that four? That's the fourth one. That's fifth. Fifth. I've seen four of the five. Oh, I've seen one. (laughs) (laughs) I actually, Top Gun Maverick, I want to see. It's good. Yeah, I heard it was. Uh, Recipes. No, no, that one. Top 10 recipes. Oh, we've moved on. Top 10 recipes. I've never heard of that movie. (laughs) Sugo. What's Sugo? That's a great question, buddy. Sugo recipe. Sugo. I'm I'm just. Sugo is an Italian tomato sauce. Hmm. Okay. (laughs) That's boring. Uh, Cincinnati chili. Marry me chicken. What's a, is that a urban dictionary thing? No. It's Cincinnati chili. <laughs> it's when you uh, miss a toilet and hit the wall. <laughs> uh, quick pancake. Also an urban dictionary yep. term. Mango pie. Mango pie. That sounds delicious. Green goddess salad. Mm. That's when your vegan friend tosses your salad. Yeah. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston salad. That's when Jennifer Aniston tosses your salad. Or you toss your own salad thinking about Grinder sandwich. That's when the gay guy <laughs> eats your dick. Uh, Bella Hadid sandwich. Okay. She's a model. Oh, okay. uh, and the bear spaghetti. And that's from that FX show. The, the bear. bear. Did you watch that show? Yeah, I like God, that. God, I love that show. It's good. It's my favorite. Uh, songs, top 10 songs you want to hear, or TV shows. Which one? Well, where do you want to end the podcast oh, wait, these are searches yeah if i'm being honest i don't give a fuck what anybody else okay how about this i don't uh, want the searches because people are dumb no i i like this one though this one is this one's good hold on i'm that's mean people aren't dumb i just think <laughs> just the fact that they searched them is not that much relevance here we go although sometimes it points out how stupid people how about are. about top cultural landmarks google searches all right okay skinwalker ranch in utah yeah, I this wanna... is where all the uh, paranormal stuff yeah. happens. These, all these searches are based on History Channel documentaries. <laughs> Public art, urban light in Los Angeles, California. Oh, I bet that's interesting. Uh, I've been here. Okay. Korean Friendship Bell in San Pedro, California. Mm. Uh, Tree of Life in Forks, Washington. Have you is been that there? based on the movies? No. <laughs> Tree of Life? Yeah. The movie Tree <laughs> of Life? Well, no, the, the, the vampire <laughs> movies, the, you know, because they live forever. I've been here. I think I've been to the You tree might of have been actually. here. The Chinatown Gate in Boston, Massachusetts. I've been there. Yep. Yep. Uh, Duke Pao Kamamoke statue in Honolulu, Honolulu Hawaii. Duke. I've never even been to Hawaii. Never been to Honolulu. Japan, Japantown Peace Plaza. I've been there in San Francisco, California. Yep. Been there. Mrs. Doubtfire's house in San Francisco, California. Nope. Yep. Neither have I. That's, never, that's really like of all the things I on here, that's the I one also haven't been at the full house ha- house. Full house house in California. You know, the, San Francisco. The, the house in Short Circuit just went up for sale. Did it really? Mm-hmm. Where's that at? I don't. It looks like it's in Astoria because there's a big bridge in the. Back oh there. really? Uh, we I for the first time ever I actually drove over that this last fall. It's a crazy bridge. Yeah, that thing's it was huge. Nuts. It's yeah. what? We went down there with uh, Dana's cousin. That's a big ass river that Columbia. Yeah, yeah, big ass river. Uh, Dignity oh, statue fuck. in Chamberlain, South Dakota. And number 10, Mill Mountain Star, Roanoke, Virginia. Virginia. 
Virginia vagina. So stop. All right. Uh are we done with top tens? I don't know. Uh worst movies according to IMBD of twenty twenty two. What about Rotten Tomatoes? Is this Rotten Tomato rating? No, this is IMBD. Which this is, is gonna better. Be, this is going to be, yeah, sponsored by Amazon. Also owned by Amazon. I know. Uh, 365 days this day. Of course you haven't heard of it. Nope. The next 365 days. Oh, good. It's a series. <laughs> it is a series. <laughs> it's the prequel. It's TVMA, and I, I think it's uh, like East Indian. Uh, Me Time with Kevin Hart and Mark Wahlberg <laughs> was number three. <laughs> Number four by uh, with Liam Neeson is Blacklight. Mm. Yeah, I know. Uh, number five is the remake of Firestarter. Did you read that book? No, but I watched the original one, Firestarter. That was the book that got me reading Stephen King. Oh, really? Nope, that's a lie. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> Actually, it was The Gunslinger. The Firestarter was oh, the second one yeah, that I the read. Dark Towers. Yeah, the Dark <clears throat> Towers series. Uh, the Ice Age Adventures of Bike of Buck Wild. Remember the Ice Age movies? Oh yeah, yeah. This is oh, the Adventures yeah, yeah, of Buck Wild. Who's Buck Wild? Exactly. Number six. That was number six. Number seven. The Bubble. A group of actors and actresses are stuck inside a pandemic bubble at a hotel, and attempt to complete a film. <laughs> number eight. The King's Daughter. King Louis the. 14's quest for immortality leads him to capture and steal a mermaid's life force. Good God. That sounds terrible. This has Pierce Brosnan in it uh, and William Hurt. What are these guys doing? They're getting paid is what they're doing. Yeah, they are. They just need work. Pierce uh, Brosnan, though, like, he could retire, like, never work again. Why are you taking these, like... I know. You were James Bond. I know. What the fuck is wrong with you? I know. Uh, the Sony Marvel movie... Morbius came in at number nine. Really? People didn't like Morbius. They did not. But Sony does a shit job yeah. of Marvel movies. So, so Morbius, did, have you seen it? No. It's uh Did you? Yeah. Okay. On, on an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> I've been traveling a lot. Yeah, it sounds like it. Uh I didn't I didn't think it was that there was a point at which it was like, this is turning not great. But the story is interesting. They did a pretty good job early on. Uh, but then when they got into like the action part of it, it's not really an action movie until the end. Oh, but it wasn't good when the end happened. It just <laughs> it ended kind of weird and like over the top. And there was mo- like the yeah. the villain in it is not great. Well, he's uh, a he's a he's actually a Spider Man villain mm-hmm. in the comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then number ten is Home Team, a story about the New Orleans Saints head coach Sean Payton coaching his son's sixth grade football team. Oh yeah, because there's something I give a shit about. Yeah, it has Taylor Lautner. You know what? Kevin James and Rob Schneider. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a cast <laughs> that's of millions. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, I, I, we can go on because there's a lot of really bad movies. But anyways. He has a butthole lips. <laughs> Who has butthole lips? Peyton does. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sean, Sean Payton. Is yeah. that right? Sean, he always looks like he's pursuing it. He, he looks like he's constantly prepping for duck face. Yeah. Ooh. Mm, mm, mm. Put it in there. He's probably really nice. Uh, the best movies according to IMBD. Number one, The Batman. Number two, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Number three, Thor, Love and Thunder. Number mm. four, Top Gun Maverick. Number five, Black Panther. Wakanda Forever. I haven't seen that one. Number six, The Northman, which I want to see. Mm-hmm. 
Number seven, The Gray Man, which I actually saw. Just The Gray Man. Wasn't bad. Ryan Gosling and um, Chris Evans. Mm. And uh, number eight, Everything Everywhere All at Once, which I want to see. Number nine, Death on the Nile, which was a fucking snore fest. So bad that Dana and I, 25 minutes in the movie, had to turn it off because it was terrible. Which one's Death on the Nile? Is that like River Cruise? It's the... uh, People are murdered. Yeah, it's the that French detective remakes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, with Gal Gadot, mm-hmm. who was in there. And this was such... It, the editing was terrible. Like, it was unwatchable. I mean, Dana would, like fell asleep like in an instant. It was mm-hmm. so boring. And number 10 was X, which is another A24 film studio one. It's about a... Uh, it's a it's a murder movie, like a horror movie on a porn set. Are there boobs? I don't. I haven't watched it, but mm. I assume it's a porn set. There's probably boom boobs, boobs, probably butts, butts, probably penises. That's all right. Probably vajayjays. Way to make it awkward, bud. <laughs> Why is penis? Uh, oh, that's all right. Because you but said vajayjays. You're like no. It's that's not the awkward part. It's vaginas. That you, it's that you used. The word Vaginas, <laughs> pussy. Are you happy now? No. <laughs> Is that more awkward? Penis, vagina, dicks. Di- it's not that. I'm, I'm Richards. Anatomically correct. It's a bunch of Richards. Scrotum. Bunch of Richards. Or skin. Lots of balls. We're devolving. No, we're not. We are. So Actually, these are. are the top 10 fives of 2022. This is what the rest of the world believes is important. Yes. Uh, but I, to us, I think we tried some very nice. If I'm being honest, I hated oh. every one of those lists. Yeah, I did too, actually. What a waste of time. It's about damn time um, to end this podcast. So we had some great beer. It's like the name of the podcast. Probably don't listen to this one. <laughs> <laughs> did you like the last one? Did you listen to the last one? Uh-huh. Yeah. Hot flower beehole. It was good. Um, <laughs> we had some good whiskeys and... Uh, I have to pee, which means it's a little over an hour. That's right. So, John, I'm so glad to see you in the flesh. Uh, Can't wait to touch your boobs some more. Drink a little bit more. Now, if you want to reach. Okay, here we go. Earn it. Oh, stop. I got a nipple on that one. Well, it's cold down here. (laughs) (laughs) It is cold down here, actually. I'll warm you up, baby. Give us a call. Yeah, give us a call. Send us Satoshi. Yeah. We love you. Satoshis, all the things. And uh, that's it for this episode 43. Good night, John. Happy night. Happy night. Fuck.